Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. A little cold here in the basement this morning, so got some layers and a hat on. It's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, people. Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, advocating on their behalf, their employees as well. I believe very strongly in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. So every single Friday, you can find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what's left of my mind and my voice, especially around holiday season, to this radio show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. One thing that I've seen consistently over the years is that some, some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday, just about the time we feel that freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked, they're forgotten, they're eased aside in favor of our fun activities, our holiday parties, and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. The name of the show... Not just to play on words, everybody. My last name means free in German. So just a quick reminder for all of you out there. Uh, before we get moving, I just wanted to say a quick thanks to my buddy, Dr. Scott Schrem of Garden State Foot and Ankle and his crew with the Northeast Drivers Club, NEDC, for including me in their charity event last weekend. If you enjoy the world of fast cars, it was an absolute blast. By the way, the entire event was coordinated through technology on the Discord app for, for those that use that. Might be a little relevant for our conversation today. But my, uh, my daughter was getting ready for school this morning and I noticed she's wearing a new sweatshirt. Her outfit du jour was from my cousin Aaron Handworker's company, Akia Key. We had him on the show back August 5th of, of this year. It really kind of got me into the mood for the conversation we're going to have today. As you can see, if you're watching out there in video land, there is a QR code on the back of the sweatshirt. Using QR codes, anyone can take their smartphone out, open the camera, hover over the code, and be directed to wherever the business, marketeer, wherever they want to take you in the digital world. Very timely, since we are going to speak with an expert on the latest digital sales and marketing topics, trends, and tips to help out both all of us as individuals and businesses, just take your skills to the next level. So talking about B2B digital sales and marketing today. Whether you're an SMB or a large corporation, your target customers, they're consuming digital content at a ridiculous rate nowadays. Business is being conducted digitally more than ever before, and that means that the sales process has to follow suit in some way, shape, or form. There's a need to accelerate the rate of market penetration and client acquisition with the latest tools and training out there. Business leaders, they need to ensure that their people spend as much time with the prospects and the clients as possible all while not missing out on other opportunities they can capitalize on. It's not the easiest task. Our special guest and his colleagues, they employ the latest marketing and digital tech to enable quantum leap types of results. You guys know I like movies and TV, so I love the show Quantum Leap. But quantum leap results that you can measure and feel, if your business is going to compete in the era of remote selling, marketing, and digital disruption, it really is time to ascend to the next level. You can't wait anymore. Talk is cheap. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want it to just be talk. We want everyone to use the insight on the business landscape and create some more impact on Monday morning. It's far too often these days. The businesses I work with, the SMBs, they're focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The magic wand, the shiny new mousetrap. 
Products change every single day, including the TV that just got delivered about 20 minutes ago upstairs from my Cyber Monday shenanigans. The one I bought 10 years ago is completely different from the one that I bought this time around. Products change every single day, every facet of our lives. You have to surround yourself with the right people first. Keep a good process of execution in mind. It will help you arrive at the right products, the right goals that you seek. All the products that you need, they'll present themselves when needed. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, I'm very excited for this discussion. I hope you guys are too. We're speaking with James Jacoby, digital sales enablement expert, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. So as a strategic advisor for early stage to Fortune 1000 companies, James helps business owners embrace accelerated adoption to digital strategy systems and processes that make their brand digitally competitive in their sales and marketing. He's a recognized millennial leader on multiple boards of directors and has spoken at top industry and business conferences on business growth, hiring, and leadership. He has spent the last 15 years working with small local businesses to global Fortune 100 firms in the healthcare, insurance, pharmaceutical, and technology verticals. He understands the challenges CEOs face to build a great culture and high-performing teams. James graduated from Northern Illinois University with a degree in marketing and certified professional selling. A resume is one thing. How you talk about it is another. He is the man. He's extremely talented and articulate when it comes to speaking about these topics. As always, we're going to have some fun talking about my favorite movie, TV, and music questions. But joining us from his home base in Morris County, New Jersey, a place that I've been spending more and more time these days to speak with some like-minded professionals, James. Welcome to Always Friday, brother. Excited to have you here. Happy Friday. Happy to be here. So your name sounds like a superhero. And as it relates, <laughs> as it relates to the topic we're going to discuss today, arguably you are a superhero for SMBs out there. We want to hear a little bit about the founder's journey. You have a very awesome business model. Like I'm excited for everybody to hear about it. Tell us how you got where you are today. Yeah, so... I'm going to share some stuff that you don't even know yet. So get I'm ready. excited. <laughs> so <clears throat> if you really want to peel back the onion and thanks again for, for letting me be here and excited to share uh, my story with you guys today. So my story starts about three generations ago and my grandfather who uh, was first generation from um, immigrant from Germany that came over here. He was a famous dentist that then later turned into a professional speaker and business coach for the dentist practice in the 1970s and 80s, maybe even late 60s. So I got it in my blood that entrepreneur and business and sales is there. My dad was in corporate for um, 35 years in the newspaper business. So I saw my whole life what business looked like. And we have a lot of entrepreneurs in, in his, in his uh, family as well. So that got that gets to me where I was in corporate out of college for almost 11 years, one company, same kind of mindset. Like I'm going to work for the same company forever. Cause that's what I grew up in. And then I realized that I needed to move on. And I, I got that itch to go start a business. So five years ago, I opened up um, our consulting firm and five years later, we in, in about last August, we surpassed seven figures in business. So we're up and running and we're, we're flying. It's amazing. I, I love hearing stories like that. It's, you know, everybody dreams about like, when they go into corporate America, they think they're going to have the, you know, the same job for, for life. And, and a few, a few people are thinking about it that way these days, but to be able to, 
to kind of take some of the skill set that you've learned along the way and you know bring it to your own type of enterprise and just for me to have have met you just last year and to see even what kind of evolution has taken on in the past year what that looks like is just awesome you know this is a world where there's a lot of folks that i run into out there and i'm sure you do too that that claim to be able to help with digital sales and marketing initiatives and yet when i look at what you do and how you do it which we're going to dive deeper into in the next segment we deal with for sure mm-hmm. I feel like they scratch maybe one and a half of like the eight to 12 things that you have listed all over your website. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. And it's honestly no fault to their own, right? Because the, the industry for marketing, digital marketing, sales, all that stuff, there's so many new widgets and pieces of tech and pieces of flair out there today that we didn't have 10 years ago, even, you know? So the, the complexity of choice for the business owner to decide what's good for the business, what isn't, and to make those decisions, unfortunately, really, really quickly and, and to just hope it kind of works. Like that's that's kind of the the atmosphere of a small business owner, right? Is they are trying to just have cash flow every month, be net positive, um, make their payroll and somehow figure out how to grow their sales and market themselves correctly, which you know, no, no big deal. You know, 10, 10 or so more hats is, is no big deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you feel like, you know, coming from the corporate world and making your own SMB really, you know, that yep. acts as a trusted advisor to SMBs, but do you feel like you've gotten a chance to eat some of your own cooking along the way of things that you've been preaching to people? And maybe some of it was, Oh, maybe it wasn't exactly how I thought it was. And it's caused you to, to look at it through a different lens. hundred percent. So if you don't know my background, I, I went through it quick on the beginning, but I was in corporate sales for those 10 to 11 years. I was running sales teams. We were we were selling multi-million dollar solutions into big, big companies. So I thought I knew everything I had to know about sales <laughs> until you have to sell yourself and your, and your brand new brand that no one knows about uh-huh. for the first time. And that changes everything. And so... Um, I had to learn actually a lot about marketing and branding and messaging to position myself to actually get some business when I first started. And it was, it was not easy. I hired some, you know, pretty pricey coaches and, um, it, it, it definitely helped, but it's a sink or swim when you first start out. It, it is, it is not easy. It's, it's probably worse than your first job in sales. You know, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Are you think your first that. job in sales is tough? Be an entrepreneur for two months and let me know how you do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I love stories and analogies, which I'm going to spew probably a whole bunch of them here today. But it, right around this time last year, I interviewed my friend Michael Leibowitz from uh, Magnetic Mind Studio, and he you know, works works in the world of really trying to get you know businesses to hone in on their message and what they're trying to say and how do they need to say it. And he talks about the difference between marketing and branding. And he says, marketing is asking someone out on a date. Branding is the reason they say yes. That's right. You agree. <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> totally. Hey, got to make a good first impression. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing that I find with a lot of people who claim to do some similar things to you is that they're often really good about making the first impression. And in the world of superficial, everything at face value, everything's about some type of product. Great. Like that's fine. But 
if there's not really a foundation, if there's no bones behind it, if there's if there's no method behind the madness, so to speak, that I like to speak about every week, tends to lend lend itself to not a successful outcome, and the business owner ends up frustrated every time. Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm glad that you see things my way because I got just fired up about this conversation this morning, and I I always make a couple of notes here and there, and I I feel like I wrote part of a novel this morning as far as what I wanted to cover, which I don't think we have a chance in hell of covering everything, but we are going to talk about the method and madness of the B2B uh, digital marketing and sales initiatives that are going on out there, and the way that James and his team at Ascend can help. We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back with James Jacoby, digital sales enablement expert. Founder and CEO at Ascend Advisors. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors, digital marketing and sales enablement experts at large. James, before we dive full-blown into the method behind the madness, I wanted to just, since it's so cold in my studio this morning, I wanted to sit out by the fire pit for just a moment and you know, give some quick perspective here on, on the situation. I've talked about this with a lot of different people with the, with the digital world. Everyone wants more. Doesn't matter if you're talking personal or business, everyone wants more. They want it now. They want it brought to their face, making the digital world a focus for sales and marketing strength instead of weakness has never been more necessary, period. It doesn't really get simpler than that. 
you know, the thing is that since we have all this technology and we have this digital world, everyone tries to go online and find the map and the compass themselves and try to navigate through the wilderness when really what they need is they need a shepherd. They need a guide. They need someone who can dr- drag them through to the promised land, even when it gets dark and the, and the violent night noises start and they get really scared. They need someone who can really give an impartial perspective. So. On that note, I wanted to give just a, a quick summary from uh, your audible.com, your book that you have published online, uh, Radical Integrity, uh, Seven Breakthrough Strategies for Transforming Your Business, Sales, and Life. It says straight up right here, you want more for yourself, your sales team, and your family. You want success. You've probably tried it all, books, podcasts. Yeah, I think we all know something about that. Coaching, and you've implemented dozens of strategies, but for some reason, you can't break the cycle. Sales are stagnant or falling. Teammates keep quitting. It looks like you could soon lose a job, and the stress carries over when you get home. You're sick and tired of the same game. You've dreamed of being a successful sales leader, being impactful to your team and clients, and having a happy and prosperous life. Not a lot to ask for, right? If you're serious about becoming the leader you were born to be and you want to make an impact from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact, I like that, an impact that lasts, then radical integrity is for you. Some of the commentary out there says radical integrity is like Tribes by Seth Godin meets Disrupt You by Jay Samet meets Seller Be Sold by Grant Cardone. All a lot of good company names to be in as far as giving the right perspective on this on this type of topic. But you listen to this and you can become the sales leader that you were bored to be. We're going to have the link to the audible.com recording posted in the show notes. But James, this is the method part of the show, the science behind what you do, what you do, how you how you do it, how you go to market for it. I want you to give everybody a little bit of the method behind the madness because everybody out there is looking for this. But a lot of them aren't really sure what the what the successful relationship looks like with it. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> there's a million ways you can start start this out, but I, I had to really figure out if I did, if I had to deduce this to what's the one way if I were to start over again today, what would I do for the next round? Uh, it's simple because this is working now for when we launched Ascend and we launched a. I mentioned in the last segment, we started my business five years ago, but we didn't rebrand until Ascend until the pandemic when everything shut down. We pivoted the big word of the year and we tr- we turned our company into Ascend. So ever since then, we've been Ascend. And the biggest thing that we did that I would still do today because it worked is decide on what is your offer first to the market. Don't even worry about branding. Don't even worry about marketing or whatever. Think with the end in mind. What is the piece of value or the the biggest outcome you can deliver, period? What is that? And build your entire business and marketing plan around that. Because once you know what that is, then we can figure out, okay, who wants this? Who would best be served by this? How do they like to be bought or sold to? Um, You can start to really build out strategy from there. But I always work with clients first on their offer. Because unless we know what that is, there's no point in marketing because I don't know what the market. 100%. Love it. Yep. Solving a problem. What problem can you solve the best? So, and then to that end, you know, you have a whole lot of content on your website, which thank you for that. I appreciate it when I'm trying to put a nice show together. I always appreciate it when the, when the special guest has everything nice and clearly laid out, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, everybody kind of has the same market, like the same problem. It's like the marketing problem that everybody like that you must solve is that the way of taking in information, you know, it was happening anyway, but the pandemic 
boosted it significantly for multiple generations of people out there. The way that people are taking in information and making decisions and becoming new clients of other businesses has changed a little bit. And it's, 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 you know, a lot of people don't necessarily deal well with change, but they all have to pivot the word of the year. They all have to make sure that they are, have some type of consciousness around it. Not to say that other ways of getting business aren't going to work, but they need to have a piece of this in their arsenal. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, hundred percent. They need to have a piece of it. And they also have to think about, um, a little bit longer term. I mean, I don't, I, I tell everyone you can't hardly focus or predict anything past even six months in, in a business, especially if you're small, if you're a big company, you definitely can, you can probably project yeah. a year two years out, but for small business, six months is an eternity. Like so much happens in six months, even in three months. So, however, the, the thing that I've seen most that um, business owners don't do enough is they don't commit to a strategy long enough. They change too fast and therefore they can't really see the full value or the results of what they initially were trying to do. Unless it's like a total epic fail and something like the the launch just epically failed and, and you got a real, really retool for some crazy reason, business owners really need to start thinking more about how to commit to a strategy for 90 days and <laughs> just go all out, test the crap out of it, measure it to death, get as much data as you can. Hopefully you have some wins, but you can't learn the right lessons unless you get enough at bats. So thank you for teeing up my next couple of thoughts perfectly, as I had no doubt you would. So when you look at your website, right, it's broken down, again, very clearly, you know, distinctly. There's there's a sales enablement piece and there's a marketing piece, which we're going to tackle a little bit more marketing in the madness segment because there's a whole lot of it surrounding the digital marketing space. But when you look at the t different types of things that Ascend focuses on, right, the first four big, like, logo pictures I see on the website, it says new client acquisition, prospect and client engagement, managing the sales talent life cycle, and lead generation and nurturing. Now, these are all really important things, right? Yep. But they're also the ones that I, when I'm out there and I hear a lot of the same, we could even call them buzzwords for the moment. When I hear the same buzzwords, a lot of times it comes from the lens of the business owner looking for immediate gratification, to your point, not sticking with the strategy long enough. It's like if they come up with a strategy it, and it revolves around the, you know, the lead generation, but not really thinking of how they're engaging with it afterwards. And you know, we, we want a certain amount of new clients every month for the next three months while we're deploying this new strategy. All right. Well, sometimes a new distribution effort takes up to six to 18 months. Like if you want to put a, put a time frame around it to really get up and moving. Yeah. So if you have just a 60 to 90 today, 60, 90 days, like sometimes that's not even enough to really test the waters. Mm -mm. So it sounds like you agree. The next four things that I see are a little bit more process-based, which I love process, and I, I know that you do too, and it's where a lot of a lot of business owners look like they fall down to me, and you know, we'll get your perspective on it. So the next four things you have in there are customer journey and sales process mapping, yep. onboarding and sales training, sales playbook development, and sales process development. Yep. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but these types of things, these are more longer term types of plans that really require some thought and collaboration with the business owner and the leadership. They are. <clears throat> However, uh, if you have a, a new product rollout, a new service rollout, 
or you're just trying to take your business in general to the next level, you want to make more money next year. You want to grow revenue and profit and reinvest and hire more people and all that stuff. Uh, we've, you got to fix your revenue line and we got to fix the profit line. If we're not making enough gross margin, then we need, we got to figure that out because you got to have enough money at the end of the day to reinvest and fund your company. So the easiest way to do that is to make more money and to offer products that are services that have better margins than you do today. Easiest way to fix all that. Make more sales, have better margins. And, Um, and, And when you do that, it's really you guys looking at evaluating the offer in extreme detail, like first and foremost. Absolutely. And that, and that's why we start there, right? Because when we look at the offer, we're not just looking at what they're going to sell and what the client is going to get. It's also, we look at the P and L and, and what is the, what are we charging? How much does it cost to deliver that service or product? Therefore, what is our profit margin and how, how much resources do we have already in our company to, to do more of that? What's our limit? with the resources that we have. That should give you a really good picture of what's our revenue potential with what we have in place right now. And if the numbers don't add up, we we have, we can't move forward with anything. We gotta fix that first. So I just did this actually this week with a new client where we increased their pricing significantly because the PL made zero sense. <laughs> yep. And it's talk like, about big changes, right? Huge changes, but that's, and I guess what I want to add to that, Steve, is I know it's so hard for business owners to be unemotional about their business because it's everything. It's their livelihood. Yes. They're totally in it. Yes. And it's so, it's all of them, right? But as, as easy as it is to say this, and I know it's not easy, you have to stay objective and you have to separate the emotion from the business. We have to go and approach our business with the thinking of how are we going to build this machine that can run eventually on its own and make money for me and keep growing. And we have to go solve problems with that mindset so that we are more objective in our thinking and more strategic in our thinking. And then we just go execute that strategy. That's, that's the game plan. So I say always at the beginning of my shows, how I like to be conscious of products that are available, new technology, new apps, new, all of that, that, that are around that I might not be using yet, but there's really no substitute for, for good people and good process. And to give a quick shout out to our mutual friend, Eddie Jimenez from one huddle, that's how I met you. And one huddle is an example of one of those technologies that I've, I've spoken about with people and they immediately kind of look at it from the product mindset of, Oh, I'm going to subscribe to this technology and it's going to make my revenues go up immediately. And it's like, it just comes from the, like, it comes from the idea of the world needs better coaching and training. And I know that part of, you know, what you do as far as retooling sales processes, you know, it does revolve around onboarding and training. You know, and you know, there's a, there's a difference between training and coaching. It's like you have to train somebody how to really relay your offer and to make money for the company. You also have to be able to provide some type of ongoing coaching module for them that keeps them abreast of what's new and changing in in the climate. And the pandemic taught us that better than any anything. It did. It did. And if you're not constantly training and constantly developing, then you're you're, you have a lot of opportunity to grow. Uh, one thing that we talk about every day to send that to outside outsiders is we're really proud of the fact that we train our staff every single day. It's not a two week upstart and then you, you drop them off. It's not a two months upstart. It's, it's an every day forever 
process in our company because the better you guys can teach and develop your people and help them learn faster how to do what you want them to do at the highest level, the faster your company is going to grow and run where you want it to be. So and you got to train. In lots of years of working with small, medium-sized businesses for you know, all kinds of professional services, help and everything, sometimes it blows my mind you know, how many people do the, like the one and done type of, oh, this is what you need to know and goodbye and good luck like type of thing. It's, you know, if you really believe that you can learn something new every day and it's hard to not believe that these days with the amount of things that are changing at the rate they're changing at. You got to you got to be prepared for what you're going to do when the balls hit to you. So I, I know you weren't able to make it this week, but thank you to Sam Couchy and Eddie Jimenez and the rest of the, the one huddle crew for yet another awesome party this week. Great to see you guys. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. Stay with us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Not just me. We're also chatting with James Jacoby, superhero, alter ego, ego sounding name and founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. James and I were just talking a little bit about, you know, really some of the method behind his madness. And it was a good segue into the madness world we were talking about just now of onboarding and training and ongoing coaching and making sure that things continue to stay relevant. You can learn something new every day. And these days you almost have to 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 stay relevant and to stay forefront and top of people's minds with your goods, services, products, whatever it is that you're that you're trying to to sell or raise revenue with. But James, this is this is the madness part of the show. This is the artistic observational view you have on what you do, stories you have from the field, no subject too taboo, anything goes. And you know, there's a lot to unpack here with what you're doing and how you're doing it, especially because you you kind of rebranded it and took on like a new lens with it during the pandemic. 
So just real quick, something to read from, from some of your content out there. Digital marketing delivery during COVID in 2020, the digital adoption rate for mobile and laptops increased by over 50%. The challenge, keeping up with and capturing the flow of attention for conversion into paying clients with the attention of a gnat or a goldfish. Yeah, pretty difficult. So, you know, there's a lot to unpack with the, with the marketing side of things. You know, digital sales enablement is what you do. Digital marketing work as well. You know, sometimes people will put the same in one category. I always look at it as when you're really trying to pump up your distribution effort, it's a perfect blend of sales, marketing, and operations where everyone wants ultimately more sales and more revenue, but the marketing efforts will open the door, especially with the digital world that you play in these days. You have a good process of operation, you're going to get everything that you want. But I don't think everyone else out there thinks that way, which has no doubt led to some tales of madness that you have. So we want to hear some of them. Lay it on us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if we have time, I want to circle back to a development story. So, uh, yeah. So with the disruption of COVID, it also brought the disruption, as everyone saw, of remote business. And, you know, I used to be selling where I'd have to go on coffee meetings and in, in the city and, and go meet someone to drive an hour or two to meet for maybe 30 minutes and drive an hour back. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> thank God. I, I'm actually really excited about that. <laughs> but literally COVID changed the way we do business. And, and now it's so digital where we're on Zoom or unless teams are, you know, filling the blank there, but mostly Zoom or teams more than ever. Yes. For most of our meetings. And while it's great because we can be even more efficient and more productive and handle more meetings in a day, um, it's it's a balance. And you have to, in the terms of marketing, figure out, okay, how do I get someone's attention? Because the traffic just went through the roof. There's so much to see. We have ADD probably worse than ever with like every two seconds looking at stuff. So that... <laughs> To your point, there is a need for volume. You got to send a lot of volume of, of promotion and marketing and, hey, I'm over here, you know, to your market every day, every week. And they're also, which is where I see the biggest problems, is you got to be consistent and you got to yeah. follow up. And so when we launched um, our initial set of services, we were helping a lot of people with marketing and lead generation on social media and email. And we were able to bring a lot of traffic and somewhat, you know, leads, I would call them somewhere in between marketing qualified leads to just more engaged prospects. But once we got them to that spot on your marketing and sales funnel, there was literally no process or system or muscle in the company to then take that to sales qualified lead into deal closed. And so it it became very obvious that there was a sore spot um, in small businesses today that frankly, and it's not really their fault. It's just, it's just the way it is. I, I got um, lucky growing up in a big company where systems and processes were standard. They're already set. They've yes. been there for years. And you don't even, you don't know what you don't know. You just assume that's how the world works, but that's not how the world works. A lot of businesses have zero systems or processes around sales or marketing. So, and that's the truth for most small business. They don't have processes or systems around sales. They don't prospect. If, if a lead wants to give them their credit card and buy their services right up front, 
they're excited. And if they have to go follow up uh, for 90 days, they're not going to do that, you know? So, and that's the issue. That's the issue. So especially when we're so busy today in digital, um, you have got to have a strategy and an execution system around prospecting. And that is where we shifted our services to now do done for you um, prospect prospecting and sales services for companies, because that's the work that no one wants to do, but you know what? We've always heard it. We've always heard it. What is it? And the money is in the follow-up and it's all about, you, I, I always heard of it is it's all about the F you yeah. <laughs> follow-up. <laughs> it's all about the F you. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, important points for sure, you know, around digital marketing strategy and website conversion development, I I hundred percent agree with you. Like when I said in the very beginning that, you know, I look at the scope of what you guys work with, whether it seems more product-based or more process-based or what have you, it all comes from the right mindset to me. I, I, I save 12 different little pictures of logos that's on your site. And in my mind, a lot of times when people claim to do what you guys really do, it's like one and a half of those things. It's the lead generation and nurturing and kind of new client acquisition. And then it's like there's a complete breakdown from there on out because it's, oh, we got the pe- we got the lead. We got the credit card. We got it's like, oh, signed about the client services agreement. Some people actually will still call it a sales order to the people, which is. Yeah. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but sales order or whatever, it's like, and then, okay, it's off to the races, but with inconsistency in the entire process from there on out. Yeah, absolutely. Makes it a lot more difficult. It's super difficult. And, you know, I, I, I like to educate everybody on, on how to think about doing this. It's remember, if you really want to, if you want to grow a big business one day, if you want to tell you're, you're a founder and entrepreneur and you want to be the next seven figure, eight figure or nine figure company, that's that's what you want then you have to realize that the the more simple your business model is the higher chance it will scale the more yes. complex it is it's not going to scale i promise <laughs> so you got to keep your your everything as simple as you can and and i would challenge you to make it even more simple i, I would make i would challenge everyone that's a business owner listening to this ask yourself the question over christmas in the holidays, how can you make your business more simple in the next 90 days? It will help you a lot um, for next there's, year. There's no doubt about it. And I want to you know, bring something back that you mentioned about growing up in, in a world of a business that had processes and systems and everything, especially when it relates to website conversion development. Now, many people out there have websites, whether mm-hmm. they're really basic or they're really detailed, few know what it's doing for them. Or they few have a strategy behind what it should be doing for them. And believe it or not, you, you might be able to attest to this. I see this a lot with businesses that have been around for a long time, are very successful. They've been successful for a number of years. So it's not as much of a priority for them to make digital noise as it is for the newer businesses so they can immediately distinguish themselves in, in, a, in an ocean of noise. Yep. But but to me, and probably to you as well, I would hope, it, it should be important to them because this is the time if they can invest back into their business and they want to stay in business longer, or even if they want to hang it up and have a succession plan and a transfer of power to family or to not, like to anyone else, embrace a little bit of this and retain a group like Ascend to done-for-you digital marketing and sales. Well, and to your point, Steve, 90% of the buyer's journey begins before they even tell you they exist. 
hundred percent. Yeah. So hundred percent down the ninety percent. I'm right there with you. Yeah. You they, you have got to have a website that and clearly describes and shows what problems you solve to which audience it's for and what and the why now. Why should someone consider your services today? You have got to answer those frequently asked questions on your website. You've got to have a good alignment with that on your social media profiles. Those are the top two places people are going to first look at to, to vet you out. And then they're going to start talking to friends. They're going to look you up on Google. They're going to look you up um, to see where you're, where you're popping up. And the more credibility and awards and, and testimonials and case studies you can put out there for people to see, the easier it will be for you to then get more leads that are understanding of what you, it is that you do. And it will speed up the, the process for them to buy. Um, and and but, just, I'm glad yeah. you said it that way, because when I think of emphasis on the customer journey and, and them being 90% of the way there before you know they exist, yeah, I think of the following kind of, it repeats itself over and over in my head, this phrase of nobody likes to be sold. No. People love to buy. Love Businesses to buy. and people personally love to buy. That's what the whole world is about these days is buy, buy, buy now, now, now. When people start to feel like they're being sold, a lot of them, especially if you're talking to like Gen Z and all of that, they'll call you out straight away. Like, stop selling me. Like, yep. 100%. People want to buy. If you give them the chance to buy um, versus being sold to, it's a huge difference in customer experience, buying experience. Um, your job is to educate them, to help them understand they have a problem, even when they may not even know they have a problem. You got to educate your market. You got to show some process and systems. You got to, this is the, the top two things I always tell people on what to fix in their sales presentations. You got to show your secret sauce and you got to show your proven system on how you go from A to B to get the outcome that they want. And the more you can show that up front, it helps them understand where they are in their own efforts to get there and realizing, oh, they can do that better than I can. And, and they already have a way of doing it. I probably should just go talk to them. Now, this is an interesting question that came to mind as soon as you said secret sauce. When when you're trying to work with with new clients and really get them up and running in the right direction, do you hit a hit a stumbling block sometimes where they they want to get their secret sauce and proven system out there to see how they differentiate, but they feel like they're 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 sharing something that's like crazy intellectual property that no one else can get their hands on when the fact of the matter is a lot of times it's product knowledge that anybody could Google, but they're just not getting the right story. 100%. Quick story. I know we're going, coming up on break. I met a couple years ago the mindset and performance coach for the University of Alabama football team, the national championship football team. I had a conversation with this guy for like 25 minutes and he told me the easiest analogy to what you just said. And it blew my mind, but it's so, it makes so much sense because he told me like, there's tons of colleges and tons of high schools that came to, to the U of a that are like, how do you guys keep winning all the time so much? And his answer, he was like, we actually give away our playbook. We show people exactly what it is that we do and how we do it. The problem is they aren't willing to be as accountable and detail oriented to execute the plan as well as we do. We just out execute everybody period. And that it's got tons of truth in it for business, because I'll tell you, there's not a ton of difference really at the end of the day between your competitors and you, but it's about how you execute that makes all the difference and the results speak for themselves. Yeah. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And it's, it's what I, they hear. That's right. 
We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. Stay with us, everyone. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors, on the ever-expanding topic of business-to-business digital sales and marketing initiatives. There's so much here, James. Like I'm, I'm talking to you like offline, online. I just I I feel like this this should be it's an, an entire series for the next like five years on how to really best navigate this for everyone out there because. It's on everybody's mind, and they're all attacking it different ways, and a lot of them back asswards, bass backwards, however you want to put it. There's a there's a lot that needs to be done to build a good foundation for something like this, and to make sure it could really fuel your business initiatives for years to come. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to pack a lot of lessons into an hour show, even, but we're, we're trying. <laughs> we'll I love how, some I, more. I love how everyone thinks that an hour is really long too. When I say, "Oh, my show's an hour," they're like, "How are we going to fill up an hour?" Every single one of them has been like, "Wow, that went by really fast." It goes but, yeah, you know, when when I listen, I you know I listen to some of your you know your book, your audible.com. Again, we'll have that in the show notes. You know, the thought of why wait to be great, like you yes. know, you want more. Everybody wants more. Everything out there is evidence that everyone wants more. And yet a lot of times people will wait for something devastating to happen. Like someone passes away or you look up one day and realize you're 80 and you don't want to work anymore to really like help the call to action to get moving with someone like you and the team at Ascend. You know, it's a very consultative type of process, just like a lot of other things out there is take a look at what's going on currently when it relates to the sales enablement piece. You'll look at exactly what the offer is when it comes to the marketing piece. 
Do a quick assessment and see what kind of presence you have out there. See what happens when you Google your own name, which is a fun exercise that people do a lot of times personally and, and aside from their business. And then like really look at some of the data behind everything. Like, you know, I'm, I can be a very quantitative type of personality, but you know, that's why I talk about the perfect blend of science and art with special guests like you is because data is science. Art is the people and the personalities and the experience they have and the travels they can relate and the stories they can tell. It all needs to come together. So give everybody some sound bites for the weekend. What message do they need, do they need to take away to get their asses into action on Monday morning and to not lose out on digital initiatives? Yeah, so a couple things. One, let's talk about data real quick. So it's no different than if you want to lose weight, right? We all know you got to eat a certain amount of calories. Ideally, you're, you're a certain amount of macros that are beneficial for your body type. And you got to work out and you measure it when you measure it and you follow it. What happens? You magically start losing weight and you look better and you feel better. It's no different than business. If you don't measure the stuff that you're doing in your business every single day, then don't expect to see the results that you want. You have to be accountable to measuring and tracking your progress. And honestly, the journey is the more fun part. I mean, you're going to get to a a win. You're going to get a championship someday. But the journey that you go through to get there is way more um, important and way more something that we should appreciate, especially with your team. Um, Because if you can start to understand the journey and celebrate the journey and, and really just embrace failing forward and learning every single day, then you're just going to grow so much faster and be open minded to so many more opportunities. I love that you started this with why wait? Because the truth is, when you talk about quantum leaps, you can change your entire life in business today. Like if you ask yourself the question, what do you want, really want, what do you really want in your life and in your business to be? And the answer is not something that is there right now. And you feel like it's so far-fetched to even consider that's an option. I'm telling you that it's not that you can make a decision today to change one big step towards going in that direction to getting to that outcome. It may not come right away because there may be 10, 20, a hundred steps to do in order to get there, but you can take that first step today and make that change and start moving in that direction. And so there's no, there's no need to wait or no need to think it's going to take you all this time. It's going to take all this time when you, when you, until you start doing action, start taking action today on what you really want and stop doing stuff that you don't want. Well, I love what we're doing right this minute. And it leads me to want to do more shows with you, James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. There's a whole lot here to unpack. There's a whole lot of good that can be done. There's a whole lot that business owners and individuals alike are looking for along these topics. And a lot of times they're not even sure what they're looking for. But they're all looking for it. And as far as what it should look what it should look like and how it should feel as far as you know somebody who's a partner to your business instead of some type of product-based commodity. Like it's really difficult to look at something like what you, James, and Ascend, what you guys do as a line item of as like part of a marketing budget spend, if you will. It's like I I feel like when people look at something like what you're offering and how you're offering it that way. They're immediately losing value on 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 what it should be. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why we approach everything as we're kind of the in in source, not the outsource. We're the in source fractional part of your team. We're we're a part of your team. And the way we structure our deals in our company is we actually have a lot on the on the 
on the end where we benefit from revenue share and outcomes. So we're vested in the success of your business um, just as much as you are. If you don't win, then we don't win. Um, But yeah, like it's, it's, and you kind of heard this in just the last few minutes, it's not just tactics and strategy. It's, it's what's between your ears. It's the mindset. It's, it's how you're looking at the business and your perspective. That's also needs to shift. Cause if you, if you have certain beliefs in here of how you think things are supposed to be, some of them may be incorrect or holding you back from actually really growing in your business and in your life. There's no doubt about it. Ascendadvisors.com. Advisors are spelt with an E instead of an O, but that's where you can find James and the team, the website, the content. James is all over social media. You could definitely find him out there. If not, you're using social media incorrectly. Uh, but you know, you need to find him. You can always get in touch with me. You can text SMB guy to 21,000. You'll get my contact information. Could always match you guys up. James. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I've, I've been wanting it to happen for a long time. And now that we've done it once, I want to do it a whole bunch of more times. So let's uh, let's get together again in 2023 and, and talk a little bit more about this on the air. There's no doubt there's going to be more to talk about. 100%. I'll be happy to come back and we'll bring you on our, our podcast too. I love it. Which uh, the Ascend podcast, I know that you, you wrapped some shows towards the end of last year and you've been working on a new concept. You're going you're gonna to throw it out there again next year? I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be refreshed, rebuffed with a lot more content on on how to grow your team and sales team. It's going to be awesome. So stay tuned for more on that, but it's coming soon in Q1. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw we'll throw the link for the podcast in the show notes as well. Before I let you go for the day and get back to kicking ass and taking names, well, I am going to revisit the answers you gave me to my favorite questions. <laughs> yeah. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? I guess this shouldn't be a shock to people that James loves superheroes since James Jacoby sounds like Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, and all kinds of cool alliteration alter ego names, but his favorite movie character is Captain America from the Marvel and Avengers movies. So you think of you think of the guy wearing like the American flag and the colors and you know somebody who was designed as like a patriotic super soldier and fighting powers and back in the World War II days and a little bit different nowadays, like arguably some aspects that could be forming World War III for all we know, who knows? But James Jacoby Amongst some of the superhero-like powers that could help you navigate the world of digital sales <laughs> enablement and marketing, so you you actually pull off the superhero vibe pretty well. I gotta say, can you can you ride a motorcycle or tear a tree trunk in half? You know, with a little bit more working out, we could probably do that. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. That's a, that's a lot more working out for me. <laughs> Tearing a tree trunk in half, it's pretty badass. But yeah, member of the Avengers, moving over to your favorite movie, we switch from the Marvel Universe to the DC Universe. Yeah. You're, you're a big Batman fan, and you liked in particular The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Now, like this, this, was, an, this was an interesting kind of segment of the Batman movies history. When I think of Batman, I think a lot of times of when I was a kid going to see the Michael Keaton versions of everything. But you got, you know, you have, you have Heath Ledger from The Dark Knight, and, you know, the late Heath Ledger like playing the Joker, like havoc and chaos, people of Gotham. Batman has to accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his life yeah. to fight all the injustice. Yeah. And I feel like there's almost a relevance there for how you're helping <laughs> businesses and other people fight some of the weirdness and almost injustice that comes with you have to have digital marketing or else you're going to be left behind. It's true. <laughs> 
I love this. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's fun. Like when you give a movie like that, I could I could just put your face on every character in there. It's like there's some good commentary from Alfred, from the Joker for sure. The Joker got the best commentary everywhere. But it's from Batman himself. It's it's straight up gold. I love it, baby. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's great, man. <laughs> so your your favorite instrument and the artist you'd like to hear play it was an answer I hadn't gotten before, and is and I wasn't able to put your put your face on there. I'm sorry about that. But you said the trumpet, and Arturo Sandoval. That's right. Which that that was a new name for me. He's a Cuban American jazz trumpeter, pianist, and, and uh, composer. And since you know Eddie from One Huddle, being the the Cuban gentleman that he is, is the one who introduced us to. It's I like how we're we're trying to all make some beautiful music together that's great but you know somebody who you know was influenced by jazz musicians even back in cuba like dizzy gillespie then got then got to meet him at some point and it's i i I saw this picture of him that was that was at an event that was like cancer blows or something like that it's like it's like arturo plays the cha-cha cancer blows it's like what a great event for like raising money for cancer awareness and all that he was my trumpet you know, idol growing up, I actually did get to meet him in Miami once. I got a private lesson from him for an hour. It was awesome. I got to be a stagehand at a concert for that he put on. It was amazing. So piano and saxophone. great story. Piano and saxophone were the instruments that I learned to play along the way and that I never get a chance to deal with nowadays. But one, one day when we have time to take a break, when we're not busy working with all the businesses out there, my man, we'll be able to make some some real beautiful music together. We'll get a band together. Let's do it. <laughs> James, thank you so much for joining me here once again. Great stuff. Great sentiments for the weekend. You know, no matter what, you can change your business in one day. Just because you know the embracing technology and digital marketing piece of things hasn't been a strength, it doesn't have to remain that way. So call up James and his crew, book a consultation, see what they're all about, see how they can help you. Coming up next week, we're going to talk with my buddy David Podell from Better uh, from from uh, Business Benefits Consultants, uh, financial advisory type of background, but really working hardcore these days with a focus on tax strategies and you know best ways for for business owners to to put their money to work for them, which is something that's a very near and dear topic to my heart. So looking forward to that. Have a great weekend, everyone. We will see you next Friday, eleven a.m. right here on TalkRadio.myc. Bye bye. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc.
Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 